Today's Hashari Aloha Minig, and this is uh, point, uh, chapter Chav Beis 22. Uh, the question over here uh, that came up is if you don't have the ability to put on tefillin by yourself, somebody else is putting on the tefillin on you. Uh, should you uh, still, the one who's being uh, put out, the tefillin being put on him, should he still make the bracha. Now, the issue over here is, it seems like that um, there's two possibilities. Is the main mitzvah the tying of the uh, tefillin? Uh, if, uh, if that is the mitzvah, the tying of the tefillin, of course, if he's not doing it, then he shouldn't be making a bracha. If the main mitzvah is the placing of the tefillin, that the tefillin are placed on the person's arm, uh, and that is the main mitzvah, the placing of the tefillin. Uh, the question is then that uh, that you should be doing the placing. So the person should either doing the placing or doing the tying. But in this case, if somebody else would just place it for him and tie it for him, so the issue is, does he? make a bracha. I mean, what is the participation? It's just done on his body, but he's not really participating in anything. And the Rebbe brings out over here that the fact that the person provides his hands and allows the other person to put it on, that would be considered a sufficient act uh, that counts, that qualifies for the act of him putting on the tefillin, even though that he himself is not uh, doing the uh, the lying or the placing of the tefillin and providing that that will be sufficient. The proof from this is is from the Gemara Makkas and the Gemara talks about there um, if a uh, person for example who is supposed to uh, not cut his hair because he's a nazir or something like that and there's a prohibition against it so what happens if you uh, don't uh, cut your hair, but you have other people cutting your hair for you. Uh, are you violating the prohibition of cutting the hair? You're just sitting there, and the barber is giving you the haircut. You're getting the haircut. And the Gemara over there says that because you are allowing your head, and you're giving, the, your head, you're giving him the opportunity to give you basically the haircut, that's considered sufficient enough to be considered like you're doing something and you would be actually violating and you would be Chayiv Malkus uh, for that. So in our case, where the issue is whether you're making a bracha or you're just mentioning God's name in vain, even if it would only be Medrabonon, still we make a bracha on the Rabbonon. So that's not a problem. The Rebbe brings an interesting connection to this from the Tzemach Tzedek because over there they deal with the issue if God forbid if a person is missing his right hand uh, whether he puts on the tefillin on the left hand because we know that the tefillin have to be put on the uh, weaker hand but in this case he only has one hand but guess what if you only have one hand it's impossible for you to put on the tefillin. Somebody else must be putting it on for you. So the Rebbe connects that, uh, that from there it's mashma over there in that whole discussion over there um, in the Tzemach Tzedek, that the question is if you're Mikhaim the Mitzvah Minatora, 
uh, over there. Uh, in that case, so that would tell us that even when you can't wrap the tefillin yourself, somebody's doing it for you, you should still make a bracha. The Rebbe also brings down that in the Mishnah Baruda, that it brings down over there, that when other people uh, put on the tefillin for you, uh, he doesn't talk about the bracha over there. And since he doesn't mention that you don't make a bracha, so most likelihood that it is his opinion too, that a bracha should be made.